you tell me you have um, this level body fat, you tell me you have this um, for your fasting glucose, and you tell me this is your Nancy time, I have a really <laughs> good picture of Patrick. Yeah. Now you sub any one of those out for another factor, and I think... I think it gets blurrier. Mm. So you sub out the workout for a different workout. It's now the CrossFit Total, or it's Helen, or it's Fran, or it's, I don't think it indicates health Mm -hmm. as well. We are here because we know the outcomes in our lives are within our control. That taking absolute ownership of how we eat, sleep, train, think, and connect with each other is how we'll optimize our health and happiness. That chasing excellence is how we grab hold of what is possible. Our mission is to live on the run, always chasing, never stop. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Chasing Excellence. How are you, sir? I'm very good, Patrick. Thank you. Today we are returning to, it's still relatively new, I think we've only done a couple of these, but a three by three, which is when I present you with three random topics and you kind of give us your your three hot takes on those each one of those topics. So today, just as a... Um, as a overview, today we're going to do three mistakes that you think everybody should make, three ways that you would recommend we measure overall health, and then three books that you would recommend for folks who want to um, dive into kind of self-development type, okay. type stuff. Let's, so we'll go with first with the three mistakes this. that you think everybody should make. Okay. Um, so defining mistakes would be like, just because I think that's important, is yeah. it like... Um, failures is it so let's call let's call mistakes like oops mm-hmm. like I wish I had done it this way mm-hmm. and then okay so what are three things that like you go like oops um, I would say like one I think everyone should do this mm-hmm. is to blow up in a workout mm. like annihilate yourself <laughs> at least once yeah so you know where that limit is yeah. everyone's told and I think that CrossFitters <laughs> this is the, so maybe I'm not maybe I'm speaking to people that aren't doing CrossFit right now because CrossFitters might do this too much. Yep. But what most people, you know, the, the saying is when you when your brain is screaming at you to stop, you're actually only forty percent there. Well, have you ever gone to the point where you literally mm. can't go anymore? Because that's yeah. and I'm not saying like do a workout that's 15 minutes and go so hard in the first three minutes right. and you can't go anymore. Like <laughs> right. that's that's just being an idiot. Yeah. But like really like taking yourself to the end. Like I, I think one of the great ones is like a, like a step test, something like that. So like you get on a bike yep. and you cycle at 100 watts for two minutes. Yep. And if you make it, then you go to 125 for two minutes. So you, you can even do it as a minute. Um, but usually you give yourself a kind of ramp up, let yourself. So really what you do is kind of like, 100 to 150 for about five minutes, let your heart rate settle. And then just from there, every minute bump it up by about guys, maybe 50 watts, girls, maybe 25 watts and see how long you can go Mm -hmm. and um, see where your brain screams and then just decide like I'm going to go until I physically can't anymore. At the end of it, it's like, that's not something you want to do all the time because it's a mistake. Yeah, It is not the way to ultimate fitness, but I think there's a lot of self... um, self-knowledge that comes out of that mm. so my first one okay blow the hell up <laughs> um my second one would be kind of the same thing but with a conversation mm-hmm. it's like stop putting off that hard conversation and just go have it and you're gonna mess it up mm-hmm. um if you have a person working for you and you um, have yet to fire somebody 
don't let the fear of firing them um, hold you back. Like mm-hmm. you got to let them go. That's going to be the hardest conversation you've ever had. Um, but and at the end, you're going to go, oops, mm-hmm. I wish I had done it this way. And yeah, but you're not going to know the right way until you've done it. Like you, right. that's one of those ones that you got to learn from experience. Yeah, you just got to like, make a bunch of mistakes before you get it right. Yeah. 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 So like just and go in, make in mistakes. Ways, yeah. Like you said, it's a similar principle in the workout one, right? Like for, you've got to make that out. mistake. You've got to find, it. if you don't got to find the it, edges before you can kind of find the middle. Totally. If you yeah. don't find it in the workout, you might be opt- working out at a very yeah. suboptimal rate that you think is working hard, but you're actually not. If you aren't allowing yourself to have that hard conversation, you're never having that hard conversation. You're never going to have a hard conversation. Yeah. Well, having hard conversations is one of like the things that will move you forward in life more than anything else. Yeah. So that my second one is don't put off that hard conversation because you're afraid of doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. You're going to do it wrong regardless of how long you put it off. Right. Right. So just go do it. Cool. All right. Number three. Um, um, do a side hustle. Like start, start a, start a business. Um, I got this from you actually, you actually, um, have talked about this is like, you learn that it's so easy now. Yeah. So create that side hustle, sell something on the internet, um, become a, a, a paid coach, um, start training people in your garage. Um, what, you know, sell the belts that you love making, mm-hmm. like whatever it is, like start something yep. and you're going to you're, you're, there's going to be mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone, you're never going to do it perfect. Yeah. Well, cool. Again, it's the same thing with all these things. You're going to learn so much by making those mistakes more so than anything you'll ever, ever, ever learn. You will never learn. You know, I've talked about this with my daughter, Maya, who's in college at business. You're never going to learn as much in business school as you are. Like start, Heather and I were driving um, to the to the Cape to visit my mom. Mm-hmm. An hour and a half drive. We were talking a lot about what Maya should do when she graduates college. And she was like, well, I think she should like go do something totally outside of the wheelhouse. So she gets like, try to go like, um, you know, be a, um, associate at a, at a law firm or go and, um, intern after underneath somebody's like way outside the wheelhouse, trying to become an accountant, knowing that she wants to get into coaching or something, health or fitness. And I was saying like, start a business, like go and like, try and do it wrong. You'll learn so much in those two years. Now. Uh, those are constraints I get, obviously, that come along with that of capital and all the other yeah. stuff. But it's way easier now than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Try it. Mess up. Like, that's going to be some of the best mess ups and life lessons you'll learn. Yeah. Yeah, because for me, it's the, the the lessons in the mess ups is all come down to learning how to communicate better. And if you can communicate a service or a product or yeah. a message or a philosophy, that is transformative no matter where no matter if she ends up being a coach or an accountant yeah. or whatever the ability to communicate communicate and the ability to communicate well on the internet is not a skill that's subject matter de- like dependent it's everywhere and it's not going away especially yeah. for Maya like the next yep. her career is going to be on the internet so just so that's that, kind of that, that comes from you as the branding guy yes and the guy that does podcasts yes um from me it would be leadership yeah. And now I guess that that's totally. communication as well, but yep. that's um, like, you're going to learn so much about leadership. You know, if you like, you're running a business and okay, you have no employees. Well, you're going to have uh, third parties that you're going to deal with. Someone's going to make your website. Yep. You got to lead you them. You have to learn how to be responsible for yourself. And then, so there's so many things with that. Then the next one I was going to say, comes accountability. Yeah. <laughs> Both to yourself and other people yeah. Yeah. that you're trying to hold accountable. 100%. Like you said that you were going to get this website done yeah. on this and it's not even close. Like yep. now, how do you deal with that situation? It's like, you know, the, 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 
the common thread through all that is put yourself in difficult situations. hundred percent. So yeah, go start the business because it's hard. Go do the workout to that because it's really hard. Have that hard conversation because it's a hard conversation. Because we only learn when we're challenged and we're only challenged when it's more difficult than we're... Well, before we started rolling, you were talking about um, the plus, minus, and equal. Yeah. And that's a good kind of theory as well as um, have, you know, three people you should have in your life is a plus, Mm -hmm. somebody that's better than you that you're striving to be like. Um, or and and or learn from. and or learn from yep. exactly a mentor yep. right uh, um, a minus somebody that you um, um, can either mentor so you are working with them and the best student is the coach is the teacher um, but also like a confidence builder as well um, and then I think the the most important one is the equal um, because that's where you're in the sweet spot in the learning zone somebody you're going to struggle against right. Now, if we're, this came from a wrestling coach. Um, yeah, it's referenced in, uh, uh, I can't remember which one, but a Ryan Holiday book. Um, and he was referencing a, a, a So think about my, my son just started wrestling. So yeah. think how powerful this is for the wrestling world, right? We were just, they came up because I was talking about yeah. how wrestling is so powerful in terms of the, the life lessons it teaches you. Because day one, he came home and they had 10 quick little matches, each one lasting about 30 seconds. He lost 10. Like mm-hmm. he got beat up now not physically he didn't come home with bumps and bruises right. but he got his ego smashed yeah. day two he won nine of those ten he came he literally came home with like with his arms flexed <laughs> overhead like i'm the champ well guess what that, that yeah. doesn't now that you're the champ doesn't mean you're gonna stay the champ yeah you're gonna get there's always going to be someone better than you there's always gonna be somebody that that is not as good as you but what you want to find i think the spend you know, the majority of the time, I'm not saying 80, but the majority of the time with that person that's about your equal, because that equal push back and forth is where you're going to learn the most. If you're trying to learn to ski and you're an intermediate skier, but you're only skiing with people that are skiing on green circles, bunny slope, mm-hmm. you're not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're only skiing with people that are like jumping off cliffs, you're not going to jump off the cliff. You're not right. going to get anywhere. Right. But you see with somebody that's really close yeah. to you, we're on those blue squares the whole yep. time, the intermediate stuff, like... Okay, after four or five days in a row of that, yeah. we're and getting And what I imagine, I mean, it, it's just because you use that as, as an example, but with skiing, it's like, I imagine in that case, one person says, okay, I'm ready for the next one. And it kind of pulls the yeah. other person along, maybe maybe before they're comfortable or before they would do it on their own. Yeah. And then at some other point, the other totally. individual trades. And, it's and now of, what you need is the plus and the minus as well. Exactly. But it doesn't have to be the majority of it because the plus goes, hey, have you ever tried to think about doing this? Yeah. And like, oh my God, like mind expanding paradigm shift. Oh my God, I will try that. Like, Okay, it's not just about pizza pie. Yeah, it's a leap. leap. You get a leap. And then the other way is you get a leap as well by going back to a beginner and going, hey, have you ever thought about trying this? And now you're reinforcing the things that really move the needle for you as well. Really, really cool. Okay, so the three mistakes, just to recap, were um, burn and blow up in a workout. Blow it up. Uh, intentionally enter into dis- difficult conversations and then enter start, the danger. Enter the danger and start a side hustle. Okay, so that was the first one. Second one is three ways that you would recommend folks um, – kind of self-diagnose their overall health. Like what, what markers, what, um, activities, what workouts, whatever it would be. So that a person can be like at least a really general sense of like, all right, I'm on the, I'm on the right side of this or, or I need some help. Yeah. So let's, I I like how you said on the right side of this. So let's start with like, so before we talk about how to assess it or the markers, we have to kind of define health, Mm -hmm. right? So health is, um, if you think of it kind of like a, a spectrum, and this is stolen from straight from Greg Glassman, is um, if you think of the sickness, wellness, fitness continuum, 
on one side of the spectrum, you have sickness. If we think about like traditional biomarkers, so like um, cholesterol or resting heart rate or fasting glucose or triglycerides, um, b- blood pressure, like everyone knows when you go to the doctor, they're going to have a serious conversation with you yep. if you are in the sick category for any of those. If you kind of trajectory that up towards wellness, now you're in the medium thing. Like yep. doctors aren't going to say anything which way. You know, if your um, if your resting heart rate is 68, like they're not going to talk to you. It's just like okay, your resting heart rate 68. Like, but if your resting heart rate is 103, they're going to be like, whoa, like you, right. we need to have a we need to have an intervention. We need either medication or change of lifestyle. This is a or symptom like, of this something is, bad. Exactly, you're yep. sick. If you're well, they don't talk to you. Yep. Well, the farther side of that spectrum is fitness. And no one really in the medical community talks about this because to them, wellness is the absence of disease. So as long as you're not sick, you're well, let's good, you go home. But they do talk to you if you're on this fitness side. If you walk in there and you have a resting heart rate of 33, they go, oh, so are you uh, like a triathlete? Mm, Interesting. Oh, are you, what do you do? do? Are you you like do a lot of running? Like they're interested because they're trying to steal best practice. They're trying to garner what gets us over there. They don't even know they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Really, but they're, they're curious. Yep. Well, it happens in any, like we just use resting heart rate, but you can use any one of those markers. So like, let's do it with, you know, blood pressure. Okay. If your blood pressure is like 160 over 110, like you got issues, like mm-hmm. they're going to talk to you. But similar, if your blood pressure is really low, they might be concerned if it's too low, but mm-hmm. they're also going to be like, oh, you have really low blood pressure. You take care of yourself. And anything else in between. So now that we know that, we can also further define it as well, is health is work capacity across broad time and modal domains across age. Mm -hmm. So defining those things, work capacity, how much can you do across broad time? Can you do it for really short? You know, like, can you go really hard for five seconds, but also for an hour or two hours or three hours? And then modal domains, can you lift weights? Can you run? Um, can you shovel driveways? Can you hike up mountains? Can you help people move their sofas? Can you lay brick? All that stuff. Not only when you're 22, but when you're 72. Mm-hmm. So that is what really the marker of health is. So knowing those two definitions, the question is what three kind of metrics would I yeah. use to kind of... Um, to give a shortcut into a sense of like where you, okay. where you fall in that So spectrum. you're going to take... So what I would do is they got to be measurable, yep. super measurable. Um, so it can't be like, um, I feel good today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can't be like, I have flexibility. Yeah. Like that's... it's I, I need numbers. Yep. So we're going to say these are metrics that we're going to say you got it or you don't. Where are you on that spectrum? Yep. The first one I would use is um, A1C. Okay. Um, which is essentially your fat, it's um, your, your your blood sugar, um, but it's kind of this cool marker that tracks it over um, a period of time. So it's not what is it today, because mm. if you have um, um, a soda, it's going to be through the roof. If right. you have a Gatorade, it's going to be through the roof. Yep. Even if you fast, it's going to be, it's just what it is right now, this point in time. Right, one data. So that's, that's what they call fasting glucose. Yep. Your A1C is your body kind of keeps a track of this trailing over the last like 30, 60, 90 days. Hmm. So it's kind of the average of your fasting glucose over the last 30 days. So I would say that that would be the number one indicator. I, I know your next question is what should it be? <laughs> I don't have a good number for that. Okay. Um, I, I, and I should, um, but I is is. Th- is the- I don't off the top of my head because I have okay. fasting glucose. The one that I've always been getting is fasting glucose. I've yep. actually never gotten my A1C done. Interesting. So I've, I can tell it to I can talk to you about. It's around I think six or like diabetics are in the sevens. Yep. Health people are in the fives. So 
Um, but um, fasting glucose, which is the marker today, if you're below um, 85, that's really good. If you're above 105, that's really bad. Mm-hmm. Basically, pre-diabetics is um, high ni- uh, high 90s to low 110s. If you're 120, you're essentially like diabetic. 130, right. you're really sick. Yep. Um, so fasting glucose and A1C are the same thing. Mm-hmm. One is just a point in time right now. The blood markers I always get are fast and glucose. I've never got my A1C. How, That's what how I should get, do though. you do? How, like, Go get is a blood that, test. That's just a regular blood Go test. Go get a blood test, and every single panel will give you one of those two. Just make sure you're asking for one okay, of those two. Cool. Number one is, uh, it's called A1C? A1C. A1C, okay. Yeah. Number two. Um, would be um, body fat. Mm. So everyone looks at weight, yep. and but weight is so misleading. And everyone's seen these kind of like before and after pictures. They're like, Look at this before, look at this after. I am seven pounds heavier, and right, now you can, they're right, ripped right, up, and you right. see their abs, and yep. they look. So, body fat is a really good indicator. Um, and it kind of goes well, if you are 33% body fat, like you, um, what I'm trying to say is like these little indicators are going to indicate a lot of other stuff. Yeah. So, to me, cholesterol doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a weight doesn't do that. Someone says, like, you're six feet tall and 220 pounds. I don't know if that's, that doesn't tell me a story. Someone says you're 35% body fat. I know what's going on. Someone says your fasting glucose is 120. I know what's going on. Similar to that, I can also tell you you're healthy. Um, So um, body fat would be number two. It's a really um, indicative of a lot of other health markers that are going on now. Mm -hmm. I know the next question is where should that be? I'm Mm -hmm. guessing anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Girls, we're looking for that. And it's also going to differ by age, but let's just call girls um, 15 to 20%, guys 10 to 15%. Um, Lower end for younger people, higher end for older people. And that's just like a caliper type thing or? Yeah, there's a a whole bunch of different ways. Um, If you have a skilled person, calipers are really accurate. Um, uh, Another way is... um, um, the in-body test, which mm-hmm. is the scale. They're really expensive. We have one in the gym, yep. uh, but you stand on this thing. It does this bioimpedance thing. Yep. It tells you. Um, there's also dunk tanks. Um, you can do really bad um, indicators on um, the internet, but you measure your wrist, you measure your waist, you measure your, like other things. Yep. I don't love those. Um, the number one indicator um, is... Um, it's a bod pod. It's air displacement. Mm-hmm. That's the best test. Number two, actually, believe it or not, from is is by a skilled person is a caliper test. Mm. Um, and then number three is things like in body and dunk tanks and stuff like that. Got it. Okay. Number three. Um, number three. This is probably going to cause some some ruffles. You're gonna, are you going to upset people on the internet? No, I'm not going to upset them. It's going to cause debate because they're not going to agree with me because <laughs> um, there's so. The workout, Nancy. Okay, remind me. So Nancy is. is five rounds for time of a 400-meter run and 15 overhead squats at 95 pounds. Okay. I remember okay. it at the games like three or four So they did it at the games, but they did it as um, Big Nancy. So it was a longer run up over oh. a hill. Didn't they do it at the track that? Or maybe that was a different Oh, that's Masters has done it. Oh, Masters. Okay, Masters has done it. You yep. know, that's and then they about. did, yep. yep. Um, Got it. But then the, in, the individuals also did it with uh, 25 squats, and it was at like super heavy, like okay. 155 or okay. something like that. So why that work out? Okay. So think of the 10 components of fitness. Um, you know, you have strength, cardiovascular endurance, stamina, um, flexibility, speed, power, accuracy, agility, balance, and coordination. So that uses a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to like, I, th- I think... 
mobility is a big indicator of overall health. That's mm-hmm. not taken into account in a lot of workout situations. So you have to test flexibility, mobility, like, um, and there's no better test. I, I mean, if you go to a good physio, um, per, uh, um, physical therapist, they can kind of tell every imbalance just by the time you do an overhead squat. Yeah. Like, okay, you got, I can see your ankles. I can see your knees. I can see your hips. I can see your thoracic. I can see your shoulders. I can see the whole deal in that one movement. Yep. So if you can overhead squat cleanly and you have to, um, 95 pound, it's not a heavy weight, 95, but it's enough. Yeah. Um, It's not so heavy that you can't get it over your head. So that's not the test is. Yeah. So if you can overhead squat 95 pounds, and again, this is going to shift based off of like, um, older people, but at the same time, like if you're 55, I still want you to be able to do Nancy. I, it's an indicator for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 15 overhead squats at a moderate weight, 65 pounds for girls, 95 pounds for guys. So you have, you also got to be at least somewhat strong, mm-hmm. right? You can't be yep. weak to be able to do that. Um, 75 reps. Is that what it is? Five times 15. Sure. 75 well, reps, yep. 75 reps at 95. So you got to be somewhat strong. Yep. You have to have some level of stamina. You have to have fairly good flexibility. You have to have some level of speed. You power, eh, maybe not. Yep. Um, coordination, um, eh, I, 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 maybe not. Um, just getting some the, with if there's this, if there's this snatch involved. Yeah, but that's like some, yeah, but but not, like you can even yeah. ugly get the thing yeah, up the bar. Totally. So it's there, but not like in a huge way. Um, balance. I do overhead squats and try not to move your feet. Right. There's balance for sure. It's just not the balance you're used to of standing one leg because this is what we've been defining balance as is not just that. Accuracy, same deal. If that barbell comes an inch in front of you, it's going to come down. Um, you got to be a really accurate where that barbell is being placed. Um, and whatever the other ones were. Agility. Mm-hmm. Uh, agility, eh, not so much. So it's not a perfect workout for right. sure. But also, I, you think about like, these other workouts are going to skew things so far some way, right? Like it's going to be a skill test or Mm -hmm. it's going to be your strength test or I'm not saying it's a perfect workout at all. Mm -hmm. But I am saying if you tell me your Nancy time is under 12 minutes, I can draw a lot of conclusions from that. Yeah. I think that... And I imagine if you watched me do it, you could learn a ton ton more. Yeah, but even you as... Like you tell me you have um, this level of body fat you tell me you have this um, for your fasting glucose, and you tell me this is your Nancy time. I have a really hmm. good picture of Patrick. Yeah. Now you sub any one of those out for another factor, and I think, I think it gets blurrier. Hmm. So you sub out the workout for a different workout. It's now the CrossFit total, or it's Helen, or it's Fran, or it's. I don't think it indicates health mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And we, to me, I think I need to see blood. I need to know fat. I need to see blood. <laughs> yeah. I, back to the hard, hard, yeah. hard workout, right? I want to, I want to know your blood. Yeah. I want to know your, um, I want to know how much, um, visceral fat you have on you. And I want to know your work capacity. I want to know your fitness. Just cause we're talking about it. I wonder if, uh, I wonder what your, what the answer might be to somebody who has kind of a different perspective on health than you do. We do CrossFit does like what, what would be those three markers for, what I would do with that person, I was I would, I would define health with them. No, no, but I'm saying like, what would the answer be to somebody who isn't doesn't understand the things that you understand? Like, what is the maybe the the conventional? Oh, what would answer? the conventional yeah. answer be? Like, I just just to uh, contrast it with, I would say it's um, um, cholesterol, yeah, weight, yep, um, and how are you eating? Mm. Yeah, which is like yeah, cholesterol not indicative of health uh, uh, that much. Um, it's 
I'm not going to say it's not, but I don't think it's a, a major. If you have high cholesterol, but you have low body fat and you kick ass on Nancy, I might. I mean, some other things are in place. Um, weight, we already saw, did, like debunked that. Yep. Um, and how are you eating? Pretty good. Okay, moving on. Yeah, like, answered. what's pretty good? Yeah. Like, it's it, like it's not measurable. Cool. Okay, so that was um, that was three ways to assess overall health. Last one. Maybe today. stress. It's another not yeah. measurable that people yeah, like. Uh, you know, what's the stress level like? Yeah. Like that's kind of like I'm really stressed out. Like yeah. okay, then that's not a good indicator of health. <laughs> right. Maybe okay. I'm thinking even like too far removed. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one is uh, three books that you would recommend for self development. Um, okay, three books for self development. So, um, let me get. I have I have a good answer for this, mm-hmm. but there's three that are like just mandatory that everyone should have already read yeah. listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, seven habit seven habits of highly uh, effective people, yep. but Covey, um, Covey. Um, is that's it, is it Covey? It's C O. I've I said Covey. For, I've always I've, I think I heard I someone say, else. I heard someone else say Covey a little while ago, so I changed it. <laughs> Um, I say coffee because you did. Yes, I know. Okay. And everyone listening to the podcast. Yeah. So that's a must. I'm going to remove yep. that because it's like it's it, it's yep. permission to play. Yep. Um, the next one is um, how to win friends and influence people. Yep. Permission to play. If you haven't read these, then you just, like you just got to. And the third one I'm putting in that category now is mindset. Like by Dweck. By Dweck. Yep. You just have to read those three books. If you haven't read those, like that's just there. Yep. Okay. Knowing that you've already read those, you have to stop this podcast and go read them before you can continue. Press pause. <laughs> Come back in four weeks. Yeah. Um, essentialism. Yep. McCown. Yep. I think it's George or Gre- George, Greg. Greg. Yep. Greg McCown. Um, awesome. Just like. Totally agree. Awesome. Um, next one would be um, Atomic Habits. Mm. Um, James Clear. Um, phenomenal. Tactical. Um, we've talked about it on this podcast a bunch of times. And the third one would be. Um, Brian Holiday, who we already mentioned this podcast, mm-hmm. um, Obstacles the Way. Love it. Fantastic. Okay, so those were, just to recap, three mistakes everyone should make, three ways to assess overall health, and three books everyone should read. Actually, six books that everyone should read. Yeah, right. <laughs> cheated. Right. Yeah, we cheated. All right, thanks, Ben. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you. You can get every episode of Chasing Excellence wherever you listen to your podcasts or on YouTube. Until next time, thank you for listening. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.